his eyes are. He sees possibility and potential all over the place. Every time I hear him speak, I'm inspired by what's right in front of me. But this book isn't just inspiring. This book is as practical as it gets. Business, art, justice, education. Dave shows us what daily engagement with the great causes of our time looks like wherever we find ourselves. He helps us wake up as if from a dream, discovering that what we've been looking for is not under a bridge in a far-off city. It's been here the whole time. Rob Bell Introduction Yes, you. The one who thinks it's Bono's job to save the world. Yes, you. The one trapped in cubicle world who goes to church, hears about all the great things others are doing, and feels even more disconnected. Yes, you, the one who has no desire to hop on a plane or learn a foreign language. Yes, you, the one who would love to hop on a plane, but can't see how that really meets the world's greatest needs. Yes, you, the one who just picked up this book to listen to. God is inviting you to be part of making the world a better place. And now you're going to hear about all sorts of people just like you doing their part. My wife Linda and I often discuss what it means for us to make a difference in the world. More and more, our daughters, Emily and Grace, join the conversations with us. But we often have moments when it's hard to see beyond the immediate stresses of our own fast-paced lives. One night after the girls went to bed, Linda and I got ready to watch the movie we had rented. We had heard so much about Hotel Rwanda, a visceral account of the Rwandan genocide, and at last we had a chance to watch it. We made the popcorn, closed the blinds, and got comfortable. Two hours later, the credits were rolling, the popcorn remained untouched, and we sat in silence. We didn't know whether to feel enraged, numb, guilty, or inspired by what we had just watched. A guy like me should know what to do. I've spent the night in villages along the Amazon, Nile, and Pearl Rivers. I visited the killing fields in Cambodia former concentration camps in Europe, and refugee camps in Sierra Leone and Ethiopia. I'm in Africa and Asia almost as much as I'm home in Grand Rapids, Michigan. My work is devoted to helping leaders see and effectively engage with global issues. But for some reason, I was unusually paralyzed sitting in my own living room after watching Don Cheadle's compelling portrayal of Paul Rusabagina, the hotel owner who stayed behind to save as many as possible. I sat there thinking, the Rwanda genocide is over, but the same thing is going on right now in many other places. But what can we possibly do about it? My head hurt, and part of me just wanted to crawl into bed and move on with the assembly line of life, but I couldn't. Slowly, Linda and I started to process it together. For the next several days, we deliberated the implications for us and for our relatively comfortable existence as a family. I rarely encounter someone who doesn't give a rip when faced with the reality of life for the poor and oppressed. Most people I know feel an urge to do something when they hear about the high death rates among kids in sub-Saharan Africa, see a documentary on women trafficked for sex in Southeast Asia, or watch news reports about people running for their lives in war-torn regions. But many of us don't have a clue what we can really do about it. The atrocities continue right this minute. Tribes are feuding, suicide bombers are plotting, and people are dying. 
There's something desperately amiss in the world, but if all we do is keep talking about the problems, it's too reminiscent of our parents telling us to finish our dinner because there are children starving in other parts of the world. Most of us were willing to FedEx our leftovers to anyone who would take them. But somehow we knew that wouldn't make any difference. And what can we do about enslaved children, dirty water, and entire cultural groups who have never encountered Jesus? Actually, quite a bit. I've organized this book into three parts. Part one starts with the big picture. The first chapter describes the global issues facing our generation, and the second one looks at the invitation to join God in redeeming the world. Chapter 3 offers some immediate big-picture strategies for making a difference today. Part 2 has several chapters of stories and ideas about people in lots of different professions and fields who are serving globally. A few of these examples involve people.